Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and this week we are talking time management versus energy management. And I want to know what team are you? Are you someone who absolutely loves planning, organizing, scheduling out your calendar, time blocking, doing everything to a T? Or are you someone who gets stressed out when you see a calendar that is absolutely jam-packed with back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings? Do you cringe at the thought of time tracking? Are you allergic to time tracking? Does the thought of being more organized actually stress you out? Because in the process of becoming more organized, all of a sudden, you have to figure out this time management. If time management stresses you out, welcome. You are in the right place. And if you love time management, I have a treat for you as well. I think that what I share today is going to be super valuable for both parties, no matter what team you are on. Head over to Instagram and leave a comment on the post for this episode. Are you time management or team energy management? I'm hoping by the end of this episode that you're going to see the benefits of how these co-mingle and work together to really support you in getting all of the incredible things done that you want to get done and to support you in spending your time doing the things you love when you want to do them. That's the goal. Now, before we go any further, disclaimer, huge disclaimer, I am not an expert at this oh no, no, this is something that I've struggled with over the years. In fact, I've had some really low moments because of my lack of time management and it's caused some chaos in my life and in my business. I'll be honest, it has definitely not been all sunshine and lollipops over here. But on the flip side, the challenges that I've experienced have prompted me to do some more research into this and find a different way. And it turns out that I am not the only one who thinks like this. There are experts out there who do talk about these things. So if you're interested in learning more about this topic today, go Google it because there's so many amazing resources out there. But my hope is that by the end of this episode, you have some new tools and tricks and tips under your belt that you can easily apply to your life. So let's just dive in. Let's get started. I believe there are two types of people when it comes to this sort of thing. We have the left brain folks who love structure. They live for it. Possibly they're even Virgos. (laughs) Then we have the right brain creatives, people who don't want to be put into a box, people who don't like structure, or that's at least what they think. Like, no, structure, scheduling, ick, stay away. It's going to cramp my style. It's going to cramp my creative flow and juices. And typically, these two types of people work very differently. So let's talk about time management to begin with. 
Time management. I looked up the definition and it was super boring. I'm not even going to read it because that's how boring it was. As I was researching this topic, I came across some various articles and there was a trend within the articles that were talking about time management versus energy management. And I was like, oh yeah, I never thought of it like this. Of course, this makes so much sense. So time management is very finite. And I want to say constricting, but it's very finite. There are only 24 hours in a day. Now, to me, when I think, oh God, there's only 24 hours in a day, it's like, how are you going to organize it? How are you going to get the most out of it? Of course, we all want to be able to optimize and maximize and do everything we do. But when I start thinking about that, it stresses me out. The more I try to schedule everything to a T and manage my time, the worse it gets. It actually starts to spiral. I'll become more unproductive. I feel out of flow. I'll start to go in circles. I'm not able to be present because I'm just stressed with staying on track or tracking my time and paying attention to all of those details. By creating a structure like that, it actually distracts me from the task at hand and what I need to get done. Now, I know that this isn't true for everyone, but I do know this is true for some of us. Now, let's take a look at energy management. The trends that I read about energy management were surprising, so simple. And it's like, oh yeah, why didn't I think of that before? Energy management is infinite. And why is this? It's because we have control over our personal energy. We don't have control over how many hours there are in a day, but we do have control over our personal energy energy management. I'm like, oh yeah, duh, this makes so much sense. We can control what we put into our bodies. We can control the amount of sleep we get. We can control the amount of exercise we get. We can control our habits and the things that we do that either increase our energy and our vitality or decrease our energy and vitality. And so I'm so glad that I'm doing this episode because that was a big aha moment for me. And here's where I had the light bulb moment. When I prioritize my energy management and I feel good and I'm focused and I have clarity and I can be present and I have, and, and I know what needs to be done, I can show up and I can do it. It's easier for me to get in flow. It's easier for me to focus. Whereas if I put my huge to-do list first, and I push my vitality and my energy management to the side, I'm not going to be showing up as my most productive self or my best self or my most focused or vital self. And so I'm curious to know what you think about this. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can head over to Instagram, connect with me there at the Glojo or at Leanne Kalal, whatever floats your boat. But I'd love to hear, is this a, a light bulb moment for you as well? And as I continue to think about energy management, this is where I began to realize this is about understanding and building awareness around what energizes us, what fuels us. You know, one of the taglines at the Glojo, and I say one of because I have two, because, you know, why not? One of them is fuel your feel good. Fuel your feel good. That's very much energy management speak if I've ever heard it. I believe that when we focus on the things that fill us up from the inside out, from the things that are 
aligned with our values, with our personal truth, with our purpose, with our mission, that we're going to feel really good. And when we can, and when we feel good, we can do good and we can show up and be the person that we want to be and the person that we know we came here to be. So this is really about tuning into your personal rhythms, understanding yourself, building that awareness, and then changing or updating your habits and your practices to suit what works best for you. And so how do you do this? Well, a very common tool in the time management, energy management space is an energy audit. So how the heck do you do this? Well, guess what? There is a tool that is commonly used to help you better understand energy management. Now, there's also tools out there that are like productivity, time tracking. What are you doing at this time? What are you doing at that time? What are you doing at this time? I remember I had to do one of those when I was working at this company and it stressed me out because I'm like, well, I can't get anything done because I'm always having to check in and write what I'm doing. Now, the interesting thing is, is that an energy audit also has you track what you're doing, but that's not the main focus. The main focus is on paying attention to how you feel when you're doing that. And so if you are a fellow feeler, a sensitive soul, a highly sensitive person, an empath, a creative, if you fall into one of those categories... I think that doing an energy audit is going to be a lot less painful for you and you might even enjoy it than doing a time tracking audit. And so it's super simple. Here's what you do. You can do this in a journal or a notebook, or you can do it in an Excel sheet on your computer, or you can actually just take notes in your phone. I'm a huge fan of using the notes app in my phone. Now, as you're recording, I want you to take note of the time. I want you to take note of the place, and then I want you to take note of who you're with. Then as you go throughout your day, what you do is you assess, did that energize me and make me feel good? Did that drain my energy? Did it stress me out? Did it make me feel completely depleted or, I don't know, depressed, anxious, whatever it is, angry? Or is it just something that's kind of neutral? And so you can do that throughout the day, or you can think back to the day as well. I think that the more you can do something in real time, the better. So maybe take a break at noon and record what you did in the morning from when you woke up all the way to noon. Then do the same thing from noon until let's say dinner and then dinner to bedtime. That could be a good way to chunk this out. And then look at the pluses and look at the minuses and look at the neutrals. Do you start to notice some trends? Maybe you feel really energized when you're taking a walk outside, or maybe you're feeling really, really depleted when you have a meeting with a certain colleague or coworker. Maybe you find there are certain things that you feel pretty neutral about. Maybe your energy dips and goes lower after lunch. Maybe it's really, really hard for you to focus in the afternoon and get anything done and you're just kind of feeling frustrated and that's depleting your energy. Maybe you find yourself really inspired and energized in the morning, but then you have a certain meeting and, you know, that drains you. The next portion of the energy audit is to analyze it, to be a detective. Take a look, start to find those trends. Now, I recommend doing this 
for at least five days. If you can't do five days, okay, we'll say at least three days, but do it for a few days. Do it long enough so that you can start to see some repeating patterns that are showing up. So for example, maybe your energy is always low after lunch, or maybe anytime you're around a certain person, you feel really incredible and energized. But when you're around someone else, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you feel pretty crummy. Maybe there's some things that are pretty neutral throughout the day for you. And so this, again, it really is about noticing the trends, spotting the patterns, because as you build this awareness, then you're able to use this information to manage your energy. If you're always tired after lunch, well, let's take a look at what you're eating. Is there different food that you can eat? Maybe you eat a lot of rice or you're having like a heavy curry rice dish at lunch, and that really actually leaves you tired and sluggish in the afternoon. How can you switch that up? Maybe you have a lighter salad, something that's going to not be as heavy. And it's, it, maybe that would make a difference for your energy. Maybe you find in the afternoon, you always get these slumps. Is that a great time? Is it possible for you to get out for a 15 minute walk? Or could you put on some music? Music is a really, really great way to manage our energy, to uplift our mood and our spirits and our physical energy, our vitality. Maybe you start to use aromatherapy to help give you a boost in the morning if it's hard for you to wake up and get going in the morning, no matter what. Maybe you realize that you feel super inspired whenever you're in a certain space or a certain room at the office or at your house. If that's the case, go there when you have to do creative work or when you're having a brainstorming session or a meeting. And this is energy management. It truly is about understanding your personal preferences and your patterns, and then figuring out what you can do to feel better. This is why I love energy management, because you have so much more control over this versus when I think of time management, which is obviously it's important to know how to get things done and create a schedule and stick to a project timeline and milestones. I've experienced what happens when you don't do that. And it's not pretty. I'm not saying throw all of that out the window. But what I'm saying is that when you learn how to fuel yourself, when you learn how to put yourself first and build a schedule that truly works for you, all of a sudden you'll be able to be present. You'll be able to be focused. You're going to get into flow and everything is going to happen way faster than you could imagine. Isn't that nice? Just the thought of knowing, oh, you could sit down and do something quickly versus sitting down and feeling pressure or dreading the next hour because you know you have to work on something. And so this is your challenge for the week. If you so choose to accept, perform an energy audit for at least three days. I'll just review it really quick. Write down what you're doing when you're doing it, where you're doing it, who you're doing it with, and then rate it. Is it energizing you, draining you, or is it neutral? After you do this, analyze it, look for the trends, play around with your schedule. You can even adjust a few different things, make changes, and then do another energy audit. See if what you've done is making a difference. And this can be your own little science experiment and research that you do behind the scenes to really find what works best for you. And lastly, I really encourage you to think about 
that self-care? What are the things that are going to make you feel so damn good? And as one of my dear friends says to me, what is the one thing that would change everything? And so I'm going to share that with you right now. What is the one thing that could change everything? Maybe this energy audit is going to help you. For me, it's getting outside and going for a walk and getting those 10,000 steps a day. When I do that, I feel amazing. I'm clear. I'm able to focus. I feel inspired. I'm getting my time in nature. I'm moving my body. I'm getting my heart rate up. It does wonders. I look forward to hearing from you. I can't wait to hear the details of how this energy audit goes. Make sure you head on over to Instagram. Please share it. I would love to hear. All right. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got something out of it, if you think that a friend would really enjoy it, please pass it along. The more, the merrier. It absolutely costs nothing to share. So pay it forward. And if you really enjoyed this episode, you can go rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate everyone who takes the time to check in there and share their thoughts and feedback and leave those glowing reviews. It just lights me up and it really helps spread the news of the Glojo and help other people find it. So thank you very much. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week in the Glojo.